3: Is that attempting to leave the should
4: be on Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gatecast episode 128, covering uh, Stargate season 6, episode 19. And I must say, at this point, the uh, sunlight has got that lovely warm yellow quality that it gets late evening, just before it disappears behind the mountains to my west.
0: Good evening, everybody. I'm afraid it's a little bit darker over here. That's the end of the weather report for the Gatecast. <laughs> The clocks go forward, so it'll be a little darker. Or will it be a little lighter? I can never remember. Darker in the morning, certainly.
4: Because Easter's film week.
0: Well, Easter varies, do not it, every year? Yeah, it does. That's a very fluid religious holiday.
4: mm mm-hmm. four days off for me. A day wouldn't really make much of an impact. You'd have time to decide think about what you're going to watch.
0: Yeah, by the time I've decided, it's time to go to bed, because I'm working the next day.
4: <laughs> I'd say, you could probably get more in on Sunday. You only seem to sleep for about five hours.
0: If that. I really do need to sleep longer, but... I've kind of begrudged the time. (laughs) You know, late at night, oh, I should really get some sleep. Oh, one more episode.
4: Yeah, I don't do that now with the lack of alcohol. And given that I was up at quarter past eight this morning anyway because I had to get bloods at nine, I brought the PRS with me. I'm reading the Jim Butcher short stories.
0: Side jobs or something else.
4: One was in my big fat supernatural wedding and one was in a different one. It was uh, him and Thomas. It's my birthday too.
0: Oh, yeah, the vampire one at the mall. Yeah. <laughs>
4: That's actually the perfect length for a one off TV episode. It is, isn't it? It would have worked. I mean, it, a lot of people objected to the changes from the books to the show.
0: Well, I read the books after the show, so.
4: Yeah, me too. Don't have that many issues.
0: Oh, no. As far as I'm concerned, Paul Blackthorne is and will always be Harry Dresden.
4: He got the cynicism, the whole sort of look and feel of it, right? It's just a shame. Yeah. I was really enjoying it. I never saw it as... I did actually, I saw... That's what happened. I was watching it as Sky was showing it, and then I had to move. So I ended up playing it on DVD and watching the rest of it.
0: When I watch him in the river, I'm thinking, what's Harry Dresden doing on the Amazon?
4: <laughs> Come dry I just watched the 45-minute panel that uh, JMS did at WonderCon. Yeah. Which links nicely into this week's episode title. His first movie feature, the one that was bought by Ron Howard, directed by Clint Eastwood, starred Angelina Jolie. You're drawing a blank. Yep. Same as this title.
0: That's it. I can't think of a movie called The Changing.
4: He wrote it, Clint Eastwood directed it, Ron Hurd produced it. Based on a true story, a woman whose child disappeared.
0: Oh, from a couple of years ago. The movie, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. That's why it didn't ring a bell.
4: Yeah. Well, you can mention it in your list of things which share the title. If you like. See, I'm one useful information, mate. (laughs) (sighs) Ah. Still not feeling great.
0: No better, or a little better, or... Variable. Right. i listened to your guest spot on Trek News and Views.
4: I get the impression it was heavily edited, because I started waxing lyrical about S&M, Kira.
0: No, there was definitely S&M bits.
4: But apparently the feed that it was going out on is very much a family show feed. <laughs> it was, I mean, like I said, we didn't start recording till midnight, so... And I've been awake since about 4 am, so by the time sort of one o'clock rolled round, I was kind of. I'm banjaxed. I've been up for 20 hours, so I need sleep. Come dry ya! Oh, my friend Naomi will be terribly upset that Pada Baby isn't trending in the UK. What? Jared Padleski's wife gave birth. Oh. And I'm assuming she's trying to get Pada Baby to, to trend.
0: Pada Baby? Yes.
4: <laughs> since the child doesn't have a name yet, it's just Padababy. Baby. And has been Pada Baby since the pregnancy was announced about five months ago. Right. I believe on the Jensen Eccles now, Jared is if memory serves, and Jensen is Sam.
0: Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, Jensen is Dean. Yeah. J- Sorry, i has
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Mine's> gone.
4: <laughs> you've seen you've seen at least two and a half seasons more than I have.
0: Jensen Eccles is Dean.
4: Oh, so Dean hasn't had a kid yet. Now, Mitch Pelleggi has. Misha Collins definitely has.
0: Oh, you've seen the uh, tweets, have you, from him?
4: Oh, yeah. I follow Naomi. And Naomi, I mean, she said Discord fan for about 15 years, Supernatural fan for about two. Yeah. Okay. Interesting tweet from JP, not Stargate-related, but I love the support I get from my Twitter friends. Smiley face. Oh, I love the support I get from my bra as well. Never lets me or them down. Lol. (laughs) Retweeted by Campy Lobacter. I assume we do follow for some reason.
0: Campy's Pawn Shack. Does a lot of Stargate stuff, but occasionally <laughs> branches out.
4: Or <laughs> up and down slightly. I've been flicking through the various TV shows I watch, and Warner Brothers supply an amazingly high percentage of them.
0: Them and ABC.
4: Yeah, I'll probably watch Grimm this evening, it's kind of fun.
0: Which has been renewed for a second season.
4: Yeah, but I'm waiting for Teen Wolf season two to come out.
0: Yeah, hopefully more than ten episodes.
4: What's-His-Face is still in it. What's-His-Face. Uh,
0: Yeah, I imagine so. He's lead characters, really, isn't he?
4: So, what does he do? Does he film Secret Circle in his off season?
0: Oh, he's in that as well, is he?
4: He was a witch hunter in Secret Circle. He's just playing the same character with slight variation.
0: (laughs) Werewolves one week, which is the next?
4: Uh, Splatterson replied to us, so you can include this bit. Congrats on the new headset. Geek Nirvana, smiley face.
0: (laughs) Always great to hear from her. And you people, you're all astronauts on some kind of Star Trek.
1: We are indeed seeking Star Trek, and if you want to seek Star Trek, then why don't you try Trek News and Views? With the latest news and views on what's going on in the Star Trek world. Your life as it has been is over.
4: Oh my Oh my indeed, George. We also have a little gossip at the end of it program about a certain subject, be it Romulans, Klingons, or whatever takes our fancy. Feel free to drop us a line and join in. Trek news and clues via Podbean or iTunes. Check it out. Anyway, we should get faintly relevant. I have faintly
0: relevant. (laughs) It's that time of the year. Stargate birthdays for the week commencing April the 15th. First off, on April the 15th, Laurie Murdoch. He played Administra Calder in the episode Beneath the Surface. April the 17th, Carla Rota. He played Carl Strom in Stargate Universe's Life and Earth. Also on the 17th, Brendan Bezier. He played Tobias in Stargate Atlantis' The Tower and Weaver in Stargate SG-1's Memento Mori. Again on the 17th, Alonso Aizun played a gang leader in the episode Bane in SG-1. Mylene Diner Rubick. April 17th, she played Annika in Stargate Atlantis' The Kindred. And finally on April the 17th, Elena Huffman, who played Lt. Tamara Johansson in Stargate Universe, also guest starred on Smallville as the Black Canary. On April the 18th, David Hewlett, the one and only, who played Dr. Rodney McKay in, well, everything Stargate, except for the movie, but I'm sure they could retrofit him in there somewhere. Also on the 18th, Laura Minnell. She played Mary in the episode Demons in Stargate one and Snare in The Brotherhood in Stargate Atlantis. April the 20th, William DeVry played the Tok'ra Oldwin in a number of episodes of Stargate SG-1. On the 21st, Rod Lomas. He played Osrek in The Quest SG-1. Finally for this week, also on April the 21st, Dominic Zamprogna. He played Ares in the Stargate SG-1 episode Childhood's End and Dr. Boone in Stargate Universe. Those were the birthdays for this week. Happy birthday one and all. It's been a pleasure watching you on screen.
4: I have the line Julie, cocked and I'm at two seconds. Oh, in case you're wondering, Scott emailed me to say he couldn't record. He thought he was off work, but he's been called in.
0: No, we can't be grudging working.
4: No, he's tweets a bit.
0: <laughs> Does he? Right. Right, so
4: are you at two seconds?
0: <laughs> Close enough. The line is tilted.
4: Okay. Iver three, Ever a doe, Fade right out of line. Fade in on hospital bed, being wheeled. Yes. Unknown person.
0: Probably one of the most common shots in uh, TV: the gurney in the hospital.
4: Mhm. I wonder, did they just borrow a standing hospital set from another show?
0: I believe this was actually shot in a hospital.
4: So even better than a standing hospital.
0: Yeah. All steady cam, one single shot this episode uses a lot of steady cam let us proceed and they wanted to actually make it so it looked like a movie as few cuts as possible uh. <laughs>
4: breathe
0: Scout. <gasps> now of course you realize that there's something very strange going on
4: he awakens and it's dark, so you can't actually see. It's very
0: dark. <laughs> all
4: you can see is the shape.
0: Which can be nobody else but Christopher Judge.
4: Yes, but it's Christopher Judge, but not as we know him.
0: Da-da-da! That is Christopher George, ain't it?
4: Yes. You all
1: right? What? there no a name there? Yeah. What about? Nothing.
0: The voice, the tone the lack of gold body paint. Mm.
1: Look, I'm fine. Going back to
3: sleep probably got a big day tomorrow.
1: Hey. You know, if I was doing what you are doing for my stepfather, I'd... I'm... I'm fine with it. I know you are. I'm just saying that I'd be having nightmares too.
0: Now, if you weren't putting two and two together and realised that perhaps this isn't the bathroom of an apartment these two guys share...
4: Well, I thought I might have been in a barracks listen
0: to you. Well he called him Proby you might recognise from rescue me
4: you made me feel like one of the team if
3: there's anything I can do just Proby forget about it right, now go on back to sleep man sure you're okay? <sighs> yeah yeah man look, go on. got right.
0: it you've made him feel happy <laughs>
4: Sounds it's not quite... It's not as clipped.
0: It's more natural.
4: Yeah. I'm sure the women really love this
0: scene.
4: <laughs> of course, if we're George Shirtless, it's not as good as Daniel Jackson naked for them But Oop. And we're back. And still shirtless.
0: Yes, he really does like his candles. But his pouch is back, and his emblem's back, and...
4: It's a fire hazard.
0: <laughs> yes, relevant.
4: Medium-length teaser. Go on. Go. Go, go.
0: Right. Welcome to The Changeling 128th episode of The Gatecast Season 6, episode 19 of Stargate SG-1 Written by Christopher Judge Yes Directed by Martin Wood First aired in the UK February 5th, 2003 A few weeks later in the US On February 28th uh, Australia September 25th and this time Canada got it January the 31st 2004 so they had to wait 11 months
4: what the bloody shot there
0: it doesn't make any sense whatsoever does it no TV shows that share the name Star Trek The Waltons Performance for some reason an episode of Benny Hill and a certain movie starring uh, Angelina Jolie
4: and written by JMS.
0: <laughs> and we're back
4: ooh stock Shot I think We've never seen a van driving that far.
0: Oh, that doesn't look very tempting at all. It
4: doesn't, does it? No. Yeah, actually, your expression really conveys that.
0: Do I really want it? No, I don't.
4: No, I don't. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my quarters and dig out the secret bar of chocolate.
2: Tilt. I thought you were going to get in a few hours of Kill Noreen.
3: I was unable to do so.
2: Does that happen often?
3: It is rare, but it does happen. So, Tilt couldn't sleep. Most often when recovering from an injury...
2: doesn't sleep you look okay to me why don't you try a glass of warm milk
3: I would prefer not to consume bovine lactose at any temperature (laughs) (laughs) oh that
4: could be a tagline
0: a bit of herbal tea Mm. doesn't seem very enthused very well wait for it something's happening something's happening
2: you might just be preoccupied with the upcoming mission I mean, there is a lot at stake. This could be the rebel Jabba's last
0: chance. Nice cut. Yeah. Well, not a cut really. Transition.
4: What's on my face? Uh, what would have been nice if they could have done was sort of faded the uh, symbol off his head as it panned round. What?
3: The whole kidney thing? Oh, you're talking about the transplant.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, team man, we're talking about the transplant.
3: Hey, we'll only with two, Yeah,
1: right? Yeah, one'll do you, right? Well, isn't it true that you can lead a perfectly healthy life with just one kidney?
0: <laughs> New guy. Like it.
4: Why has he got a little plushy fireman? Initiation. And the pink apron.
0: Well, like he says, he's a probie, ain't he? So uh, he gets all the ribbon and all the bad jobs. Mhm. I know that.
3: Look, we've gotten second and third opinions, and second and third opinions on those opinions, and they all come back the same. They're not going to find a better match than I am. Either I do this or Bray dies. And frankly, after all Bray's done for me, I owe him.
2: All we're saying is if there was another option.
0: It's already arranged and booked. I go in day after tomorrow. This firehouse, Coquitlam, Fire and Rescue, Nelson Street in Vancouver. Okay. A real fire station. So proper fire engines, which they get to drive in.
2: Captain, do you Proby and it better be good.
0: (laughs) Ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, You never get to eat your food
4: Nope
0: A little quirky little music
4: hmm. oh, I was expecting It's that style of music You know the tune I mean
0: You might notice uh, a glass pane Missing from the door Which happened to fall out and break
4: <laughs> uh, Roll the shutters And since when do you get female crew on an active fire engine?
0: No. Oh. I suppose it's quite common these days.
4: Nothing make a fire range of use over here. You
0: realise that this episode, all of a sudden right now, they've put a bit of money into this. Yeah. This isn't, you know, a fake fire truck being rocked side by side by some teamsters. And that's Walter, the dispatcher, if you can recognise his voice.
4: No, it feels weird in the headphones. And of course, Carter wouldn't be Carter without a laptop in front of her. <laughs> oh, dear. One of the vehicles
1: is leaking
2: gas. Roger that dispatch, confirm location at Taylorway Overpass. Roger
1: that.
2: ETA, five minutes. Ten four. Ten more over and out. Okay, well, hey. Get ready to get your feet wet. Ready. Yes,
4: you are. Disused piece of highway with disused bridge. A disused bridge, yes.
0: <laughs> now, the young boy is Christopher's son. Christopher Judge's son. That's yes, right. Funnily enough, that's exactly what he said in the commentary. Oh, Sorry? Chris said, that's not your son, <laughs> he's white. <laughs> <laughs> now This location is a, a disused piece of highway, and this is a Nelson Creek Bridge.
2: Coney, air it. up. Ray, stretch out a pre-connect.
0: Okay. Pity that's not elasticated. <laughs> all the way in.
2: Terry, I want foam on that line.
4: Can you hear me? That looks good in that hat.
1: Chief, huh? we got one adult male and a kid uh, trapped inside the northbound vehicle The other driver's outside And the red vehicle's leaking gas pretty bad
0: The actual highway, the new highway can be seen in the background They were actually a bit worried about putting all the fire trucks on the bridge Because they didn't think they could hold the weight <laughs> I
2: got the gas weight Great Hi there, can you hear me? Good boy, I need you to stay still We're going to get you out of here soon He's alert and responsive. What have you got? Okay, give me a hand here. Let's pop the door! Okay, stay still. We're going to get you out. Come on, Proby! Hurry up with that clam!
3: It's all right. You're going to be all right. Easy now. On my count. Three, two, one.
0: Oh, nervous. It's a Poffers, not a Noobers. Peter Williams. That's something else. And now it's not Peter Williams.
4: Yeah, it was.
0: <laughs> it was. That was Tilk and hallucinating.
4: Shouldn't they be attending to the, uh, flaming vehicle?
0: Well, they could, I suppose, get an extinguisher on it, at the very least.
4: Yeah. And why has no attempt being made to put that fire out? Seriously. And a foam extinguisher, CO2?
0: Yeah, they've got two full tenders there. They should be able to put out a car fire.
4: I suppose he's gonna transform into Great. Oh. Yeah. Is that where you get the credit? You'll see. He's in the episode for two seconds.
0: He's in the episode for a lot longer than two seconds. Of course you lose the excitement and the suspense as Tilt tries to save. You get
1: your ass out of there, that's an order.
0: <laughs> Oh yes. Oh. <laughs> Save
3: yourself. I'm getting you out, old man! Save yourself!
0: No. I believe that was John Ulmer.
4: Also, Chris' stunt double. Flying through the air, not actually just landing on the ground there.
2: Get a medical team down here now! Yes, ma'am.
0: The floor assaulted me. Mm-hmm.
5: Well, whatever happened, you seem fine now. Still, I've never heard of any Jaffa fainting before, let alone you.
3: I did not faint, Dr. Fraser.
5: Sorry, Teal'c, but you did.
2: One minute I was talking about the upcoming mission, the next minute you were lying flat on your back. Could this have anything to do with his inability to no reem earlier?
5: Well, cal-no-reem meditation is like sleep in the sense that it's necessary in order for a Jafar to rejuvenate his body, but not being able to reach a state of cal-no-reem on just one occasion wouldn't cause you to faint like that, would it?
0: You <laughs> <He> didn't faint. <laughs>
5: And you're not in any pain? None. The floor felt lonely.
4: I wanted to hug it.
0: <laughs> you may or may not notice that Tilk isn't wearing his gold makeup.
4: Hmm?
0: He normally has a gold tint to his skin. Hmm. They made the decision to actually tone all his makeup down as he's playing Tilk, so it doesn't look any different to uh, T. Mm-hmm. And hopefully confuse the audience a bit more, you know, when they're trying to figure out what's real and what's not.
5: Yeah, left hand one. That
0: would be completely up. A-
5: doctor's orders.
4: And close your eyes and try to relax, okay?
0: I'm half with him. That's no, it, Janet, you tell him. You may have a hundred pound and uh, two foot on you, but <laughs> you're the doctor.
4: Yeah, to quote episode twelve of The Walking oh, Dead, he right. weighs 125 pounds, soaking wet. Seriously, Janet. I mean, <laughs> it's your carry over shoulder for probably a marathon or something.
0: Another nice transition there. Mm.
4: And they panned around so that oh, they didn't yeah. cut. They actually wiped it.
0: Most of the transitions were practical. Mm. There were a few that relied on visual effects. If
4: you're going from emblem to no emblem. When? He was in the car. Who was? Bray.
3: Did you get him out? T, he's two floors up,
0: waiting for his new kidney.
4: Is it the captain that's uh, donating the kidney?
0: No, Tilk's donating the kidney.
4: Oh, right. I was wondering, they wouldn't be running around uh, as an active fireman with end-stage kidney failure. I have a good friend in end-stage kidney failure, and trust me, running around is the last thing she does. I say, Jack actually does look pretty damn good. i say the darkened is here. I don't know if it's the white uniform. It could be the white uniform. It's kind of a... It's all navy, isn't it? You look at Jack in a white uniform, you're not thinking <laughs> fireman. You're thinking uh, navy. Yes, no?
0: No, but I'll go with it. <laughs>
4: Thanks for being here for me, man. Anytime. So, the person who's receiving Teal's kidney...
0: And look who it is. Yes, yeah, Bray.
4: It's all circular.
0: Tony Amendola. And of course, that's Shauna Musata Vanda, Tilk's former priestess, Floozy.
3: Chief, you sorry excuse for a human being.
1: When are you going to get the message and stop visiting me? Like a moth of flame. <laughs> I can't
0: help myself. I
2: Hi, Jack. Is he awake?
0: Yeah. He's got a little bit of a headache. I'm not surprised he's in pain. He was sent flying the way I hear it and I'm not sure how they framed that shot with a cleavage behind his head <laughs> but no doubt Martin Wood had his reasons Mosata has recently been in NCIS Raptor, Fraser.
4: well I had a recent Fraser.
0: oh no I started with <laughs> NCIS and Raptor but Fraser wasn't sure
4: the I'm still sort of uh, on season one <laughs> do you think he's
2: okay? I mean do you think this transplant thing is making him?
1: this is a big deal I think he'd mess with anyone's head. Look, I know a resident psychologist here. I'll have a talk with him.
0: He's good. you like him. She looks a bit different without all the priestess outfit.
4: In the event that he's listening, big shout-out and kudos to Devon, who's kindly offered me share a room for Dragon Con, half the rate that I'm paying... For the room that's like fifteen miles away in the bloody Marriott, which is one of the three main hotels that Dragon Con's been based in for years. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Devon. If you're listening.
2: I don't know what I would do, my love.
4: You'll never have to know. He said he's recently got into stargate.
0: <clears throat> you can tell Christopher wrote this episode.
4: Yeah. Yeah, okay. Teo, kissy, kissy. <laughs>
0: and I like it, Brie here actually telling him off.
1: I guess I wasn't. We're firemen. There's putting your life on the
3: line, and there's being stupid. Guess which one you picked? I know, I know.
2: His only fault is he wants to help people.
3: By sacrificing himself?
2: It doesn't matter now. It's over. He's all right.
0: No, he's not. Both Tony and Christopher got a telling-off from Martin Wood earlier on, because when they were playing these characters, they were channelling too much of the original characters. (laughs) As Christopher pointed out, he's played this character for six years. It's hard not to not play him.
2: Yeah.
3: The car exploded right in your face and you come away from it with a headache. Something's wrong.
0: He knows it. Yes, something's strange, isn't there? Yeah. Your hallucination is telling you there's something wrong.
4: <laughs> well, which is the hallucination? I mean, what's actually going on? We've seen this in Star Trek, specifically with Riker on a more than one occasion. We've seen it in Buffy yeah. with the mental hospital. I'm sure it's been in other shows as well. It's called dreaming, Teal.
5: You don't dream while well in Kelnoream meditation?
3: Not in this manner. While in a state of Kelnoream, I am in complete control of my thoughts.
5: So, how do you feel?
0: There was a big clue We had Tilk with Jack and Janet With no emblem And then when he cut to the next scene He had his emblem
5: It's not uncommon Especially in the first moments After one wakes up to feel disoriented Not uncommon for humans Very strange for Jafar.
1: So Doc, this is Tilk we're dealing with here, right? I mean, aside from the bad dreams And the odd fainting spell He's still what? Then
5: he's still better off than 99% of my patients Test show you're in otherwise perfect health Good, soon go back to work yeah, as long as the dreams don't become debilitating or you faint again, I don't see why not. Excellent. Let's go. Uh, just two more minutes, Colonel. I'd like to perform a routine examination of a symbiote and then you can go.
4: Sorry, there's a little uh, inline thing where I can adjust the volume of the headphones and click the microphone on and off. I'm playing with <laughs> New Toy.
0: Don't switch the uh, microphone off during the podcast. Yes.
4: Aha! Michael! <laughs> <laughs> and what's Michael? Go- what's relationship with the guy he's given the kidney to?
0: It's his friend, Bree Braytac.
4: So he's not...
0: He's not related, just a friend.
4: Braytac's supposed to be married to that hot piece of stuff?
0: No, that's Tilk's wife. Oh, right. Okay. Daniel's playing a psychologist. Mm-hmm. He originally considered being priest of some variety, but then he decided to go against it.
4: Personally, I'd have gone for the renal specialist myself for Daniel. Daniel could carry off a doctor. He could, he could be Dr. Daniel. It'd work.
0: His new show is set in hospital. Although he's not a doc, he is a doctor, isn't he? In Saving Hope.
4: I don't know. I've not seen it yet. But someone's been prodding me in the direction of wake.
0: Of course, it'd be postponed because apparently you were blown twenty feet across the
1: street. So I'm going through with it. I never said you shouldn't go through with it. But a couple of your friends just thought you might want to talk about it. So just so you know, Can we get out of here. Maybe go for a walk or something. Mm-hmm.
3: Sure.
0: You're the doctor. Right,
4: let's go. This is a little slow.
0: What, this it's, scene or this episode?
4: This episode, I mean, we're at... If feels like we've been gone for a while and we're at 19 minutes.
0: No, I don't think it's slow. I just think it, it packs a lot in which you've got to keep up with.
4: Hmm. Look, it's a bread delivery truck.
0: in a funny moment, here. You know, Tilt decided that he wasn't going to carry that coat around with him. So he's throwing it down. He seems to be wearing scrubs. They do look like scrubs, really, don't they?
4: They do. It's, it's not a hospital gown, you know. And why hospitals need imminent? I've asked this on more than one occasion. Why do you need instant and immediate access to my rear end?
0: <laughs> you don't want to know.
4: Uh, actually, what the nurse said was, well, I could explain it to you, but it would be better of I demonstrate And I said, you know what? It's OK.
1: <laughs> I don't need detail. Your friends care about you. That's why they've asked me to see you. It's a good thing. You're giving up a part of yourself. A vital part. You're doing it out of love. So? So, so maybe you're afraid. Maybe
3: subconsciously you're afraid that you won't be yourself anymore. The doctor told me I would lead a perfectly normal life after
1: the transplant.
0: Self-preservation is a powerful instinct. Look at that. It's not raining in Vancouver, so they turn the sprinklers on.
4: Well yeah, I mean, let's face it. Canada's basically a rainforest.
1: And until you're willing to let it go, I can't let you go through with the operation. No, you can't stop me. Ah, yes, I can, actually, and I will. Why? In medicine, we don't destroy one man's life to save another. That's not how it works. Look at me, Doc. I'm the healthiest damn human being you've ever seen, and you know it. I'm 100%. I'm not just talking about your body. Then what? You've been having nightmares almost every night, from what I've been told. Big deal. And? And it's a big and. Yesterday, you had a full-blown hallucination. I'm sorry, but that is a big deal.
0: This is another... One long shot using the steady cam. Mm-hmm.
4: Guy walking, I I have to say, I mean when you're in steady cam training you have to walk backwards. Is there like a hundred yard backward jog? <laughs> How do you uh, is there a mirror on the damn thing that you can avoid tripping over something?
0: <laughs> yeah, they've got they've got to turn off the little reversing beep 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 sound.
4: <laughs> well given the combined weight of the thing, it wouldn't surprise me if it went beep. What is it, Doc?
1: Is my hour up already? Uh, no, actually your twenty minutes are up. We'll uh, work our way up to an hour.
0: What's being said here is very, very important, but you don't realise it until a bit later in the episode when it all falls into place. And this is an episode that pays you to watch more than once.
4: Oh, Fairscape as well. There was a scene in Firescape with John. <laughs> <laughs> Do you recall the episode of Firescape with John and the um, thing? Hey.
0: John and the thing. Doesn't really help me.
4: Where he he's thinks he's thing, at home and he's not.
0: Yeah, with the woman's bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> now, Tilt's getting, getting really confused now.
4: Good. Let's move out. Where's the staff? There's no weapon.
0: Well, that's it. He knows there's something seriously wrong. Mm. Nothing is wrong with you. I need you to focus. Which actually kind of indicates that this isn't a reality either. I am ready. All right, then.
4: Sorry, I see this transition, and all I can think of is that post you made about the squealing pig. <laughs> which puts me in
0: deliverance. Well, you don't normally uh, have a stargate in a hospital corridor?
4: No. You know, the walls wouldn't really accommodate. I wonder if those tiles have asbestos. <laughs>
0: door. We don't want that.
4: Treaty door.
0: Oh, my God. And that's the original costume we saw, Apophis, uh, in Children of the Gods. Mm-hmm. You were afraid to die. No. Because you know I will be waiting for you in the afterlife. Who are you? You know who I am, Tilk.
4: I am your God. Are you seriously telling me Wardrobe kept it?
0: They don't throw anything away until after the show gets cancelled.
4: Yeah. And then they uh, auction it. Did we ever find out who bought the actual gate? No. Uh-huh.
0: Well, I don't know, but somebody did. And that is Christopher's partner, Gia Patton. Again, it's good to be the writer. Get your girlfriend into the scene and give her a speaking pot.
4: And everyone who's ever appeared in the damn show in the previous six years.
0: <laughs> Christopher, you did alright.
4: I'm wondering <laughs> how he's gonna walk oh, what's his face? <laughs> She's after you, Chris. You know the kid I mean.
0: No, I don't. I ain't got a clue, mate. What are you talking about?
4: Jack's mate. Jack's mate. That he meets on um, Abydos the first time. Skara? Yes. I'm sure he'll get Skara in at some point.
0: I've done this before, he says. <laughs>
4: He's gonna try the woman's bathroom trick.
0: <laughs> He's gonna faint again. <laughs>
5: hmm. You cannot escape your fate, Shoba.
4: Hey, come on, let's go! You're yeah, not, bad. <laughs> You know how much it costs to keep that thing open?
1: Pretax waiting for
0: you. Yes, if he ain't got it right now, he's living two dreams, two realities. Something is wrong.
2: What is it?
1: He must have taken it. Who must have taken what?
4: Shut it down!
1: Hill. My symbiote is gone. Fraser just gave you a clean bill of health. My Simeon is gone! My symbiote is gone! Get a medical team down here right now! Help me. Help me.
0: And guess what? This is the real one. That's a lot of dead bodies in a very small space. Yes. Not bits of bodies, intact bodies as well.
4: How many extras did this take? <laughs> that scene quite possibly cost more than some entire episodes.
0: Yes, and they had to, had to hurry because the tide was coming in as well. Hold on, old man.
4: That's a beautiful place. Tell I me mean, that's real in the background.
0: It'd be nice if it was, wouldn't it? But alas. Even the sun bit? And this is where we get the kidney transplant in the dream. It's yeah. echoing the actual swapping of the symbiote.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: would not you if it's just a pair of them that go a lot
2: It's just a nightmare
0: you're safe. Tilt questioning insanity, sanity, which is quite understandable given everything that's going on. I was in the hospital.
2: That's right. They performed the transplant and you recovered. They sent you home.
0: Yes, now, I know you're not real.
4: (laughs) I don't remember.
2: You saved his life.
4: I don't remember coming home. Yeah, prove it to me.
2: But you are home. With me. And everything's all right.
0: You may not be real, but you're real enough. (laughs)
4: Let's see if you are real enough. I have one way of checking.
0: Oh, he's had, his, he's had his kidney out.
4: Yeah, so he's got a scar in the appropriate position.
0: O'Neill, Neil picked me up.
3: And he took me home.
2: That's right. Bray's going to be fine. And so are you. It's just a nightmare, my love.
0: I would have thought there'd been some bandage of some sort. shall I feel like I'm going insane.
2: Oh, a few bad dreams... Yeah.
0: You can't tell anybody
3: about this, okay? Because I don't want people to start thinking I'm going crazy.
0: Martin Wood actually said to Christopher in the commentary, he reckons this was his best scene in the entire season. Mm-hmm.
3: This is the dream. When you there, I, I, I'm part of something a, a, a military or a underground, a, a secret place. This is what you're no, no, I'm serious. It's true. They say this is the dream. And when I'm there, I believe it. When I'm there, it makes sense that this can't be real.
0: When I'm here... This is something Tilk could never do, so Christopher could never act this way.
4: He's upset. look at me. That's a lovely piece of leverage, I have to say.
0: Superbly lit by the DP. <laughs>
4: do other things to me.
2: How <laughs> well, can that not be real?
4: And if you'd mispronounced that, that would have been DB rather than DP. Nobody's tweeted in 12 minutes, Casper. You, know, you give location details when a shot like that is shown?
0: That is the same episode that was used in Jolinar's Memories. Hmm. George Pearson Hospital, I believe. It was doubling as the Air Force Academy. Pushing the point again, but another continuous shot. Edits and cuts. Mm-hmm. And this one thing Christopher said, he, he thought it was a... Gave it the, well, that was it a cut. A, that was a cut, yeah. A very theatrical oh. look.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Is that what you were going for?
0: You know, when you compare it to a normal episode, it's cut, 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 cut all the time. Keep the episode fast-paced.
4: say so my body's
3: rejecting the new kidney. What? They're pumping me full of anti-rejection drugs and this and that and everything. I gotta say.
0: Hmm. He seems a lot worse than he was. He's not going to claim he's 135 in this, is <laughs> he? If it doesn't take... <laughs> I'm ready to go.
3: I really am. How do you know this operation isn't keeping me from going? to a better place come on Bray don't even start talking like that <sighs>
0: why are we so
3: afraid of dying
0: which makes sense considering in the real world he's just removed the symbiote from it mm. so he's kind of on the uh, downslope. Yes. I'd rather
3: die myself than let you go so you hang in there old man because I did not go through this so you could give up on me
4: and um, his. I'm ready to go yeah We've cut a kidney out of you, but I'm ready to go. I <laughs> know, thanks very much. You're going to have said that two days ago. I, I'm going to die anyway, so screw you.
0: Very zen from Bray, a.k.a. Brayduck.
4: Well, Brayduck is very zen.
0: The warrior's handshake. At the end of the day, Tilt might be seeing these people in different guises, but their underlying carrot isn't changing, because that's how Tilt sees them.
4: Mm-hmm. Random extra. So we're going to transition now and tell from the Hitchcock Zoom there.
0: <laughs> that was a Hitchcock Zoom. It was, yeah. The little camera trick to bring Daniel in. It is.
1: Oh. Good. Been up to see Bray?
3: Just came from there. How's he doing? His body is rejecting the new kidney.
1: Well, you knew that might happen. There's got to be something we can do. You've done everything humanly possible. I didn't go through this or break a die. Why are you going through this? I mean, why do you think this is happening? I mean, all of it. Bray, the nightmares you've been having, all of it. Well, the nightmares are gone. You're not dreaming you're part of some secret military operation underground?
0: I mean, this is a conversation you really should listen to because you realize, you begin to realize that this isn't Daniel playing a part. This is Daniel.
4: (laughs) (laughs) This is Daniel sort of descending briefly.
0: Not interfering.
4: No, 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 no. Heaven's always not interfering. You wouldn't. No,
0: he's not interfering. He's just giving suggestions, trying to get Tilt actually recognise the situation he's in.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. You just don't remember. Just like you don't remember the operation or getting discharged from the hospital, right? Right? Well, tell
3: me about it again. (laughs) Even the probing. I'm part of something. A team. Who's on this team? Same as the fire hall. Uh, Chief O'Neill, Captain Carter. Hell, even Proby's there. Proby's who? Probationary fireman. It's the same as calling someone a rookie, right? His name's Jonas.
0: Even Jonas, the new guy.
3: (laughs) Go places. uh, You know, try to make a difference. Help people. You're a
1: fireman. No. We, um...
0: You're just gonna have to trust me. (laughs) Say it, to Go on. (laughs) (laughs) can't believe he's saying it himself, can he? (laughs) We
3: go to other planets through uh, a big ring of shimmering blue water. I'm not even human. I'm a clown. <laughs> You're uh, a Jafar. I carry this thing around in my gut that uh,
1: it's called a symbiote. Helps keep me alive. Something like a kidney. Something you might be hesitant to give up. Let me ask you this: Does Bray fit anywhere into your dream? Which one? Hell, I don't even know what's real anymore. Wow. You're not alone in that. I mean, philosophers have been trying to figure out the answer to that question
0: for a long time. They said in the commentary, you know, unless you'd been to a Stargate convention, yeah. you may never have actually seen Christopher as Christopher.
1: This is the dream. And when you're here, that's the dream.
0: They're both so real.
1: And both you're having nightmares.
0: Hell, I'm not even supposed to dream in the other one. Because you're Jafar. The mushrooms are back, so it must be the same park they actually filmed. Oh, what was the episode a couple of weeks back? I can't remember the name both can't be real. You're interfering, Daniel.
4: Yes.
0: (laughs) Just a little. No.
1: So you're trying to figure out which of the two lives you seem to be leading is the real one, so that you can stay there, or here, or wherever it is you're supposed to be, once and for all. Maybe the answer to that question is something you haven't even considered.
0: Maybe neither one is real. (laughs)
4: This is very interfering, yeah he's
0: treading a very fine line isn't he really
4: he's not treading a very fine line he's dancing across it <laughs> he's so far past the line he can't even see the line the line is a dot to him
0: I suppose he'd argue the point that if he actually came right out and says Tilt this world isn't real the other world isn't real you're actually dying on the alien beach somewhere
4: yes with the tide coming in And what do I do? hang in there. just a
0: little while longer don't die for a start
4: can't you fast end eh?
0: yeah because that's why they went to Keb weren't it in the first place you can't leave me here like this I haven't left your side till. I'm not going to that's a promise so many echoes yes. of his conversation with Jack
4: to be transitioned that way
0: and we're back in the real world
5: Neil it's okay yeah you're
2: gonna be alright just hang in there
5: Tilk, listen to me, okay? This is very important. How long have you gone without your symbiote? Braytac. It's okay, it's okay. He's alive, thanks to you. But I need to know how long.
3: You must say Braytac.
5: We'll do our best, okay? Let's take them both directly to OR1. Let's move.
0: Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Throw him on the stretcher, lads. <laughs> Strap him down. Ouch. No messing. What happened Colonel?
1: Here? It's a setup from the get-go, sir. The meeting of the rebel leaders? There was no meeting. It was an ambush.
2: We found over a hundred rebel Jaffa dead. Every single one of them had had their symbiotes removed except one.
1: Braytak. He and Tilk were the only warriors left
3: alive. Tilk left for this meeting over three days ago. How did he manage to survive that long without a symbiote?
2: Sir, it's possible that Tilk survived the ambush and then used his own symbiote to keep both he and Braytak alive until we got there.
3: He knew we'd show up as soon as he was late. Well, how long can two Jaffa's survive with only one symbiote between them?
2: We have no idea, sir. Up until a couple of hours ago, we didn't even think it was possible.
3: Report to the briefing room in one hour. Yes, sir.
0: But that would actually go hand in hand with the idea that the uh, symbiotes are in short supply, so... Whenever they kill anybody, they attack them. <laughs> Long enough for this episode, General.
5: We've managed to stabilize them by using the same method Tilk must have used to keep them both alive, otherwise he would have been dead when they found them.
0: Yes, this is quality steady camera work, going up a spiral staircase back. He's gotta have a mirror or someone behind him. Thaniel <laughs> Massey is a steady camera operator. Martin was actually pleased that after a hundred episodes he'd finally found a new way to come into the briefing room. <laughs>
4: So we're back and the whole other reality has been dismissed as a couple of interesting scenes and right. telecam.
3: <laughs> we contacted the Tokra as soon as we received your emergency radio transmission and apprised them of Tilk and tax condition. Jacob's on the way. Sir, if it comes down to a choice. Jack, we have to consider that Tilk has already made a choice. And according to Dr. Fraser, he's gone through hell in order to see it through.
0: Well let's
3: hope it doesn't come down
0: to that. We do that a lot, don't we? We contact the Tokra every episode they must be getting really fed up of listening to us yep that's a good point there Mm -hmm. by the general yeah Tilt by giving up his symbiote pretty much says that Braytac comes first
4: hey dad
0: (laughs) and Jacob Who are they Shauna
5: Shauna Shauna Shauna. she was very important in Tilt's life you see when a Jafar goes without a symbiote for any protracted length of time at least according to Jafar legend his life flashes before his eyes. You know, what might help if you talk to him.
0: This episode must have cost a fortune, because just for the guest stars. Oh, yeah. Even before the location work, yes. Mm. Tony, you're going shirtless. You want to <laughs> work out before? No? Well, okay, we'll lie you down. <laughs> just breathe in.
4: Yeah, because Jonas has been a huge part in TX life.
0: Actually, the last few episodes, them pair seem to be hitting it off <laughs> pretty well. Although I'm not sold on this twitching. It's probably the worst acting in the entire episode. Probably. No, just the flinching on the gurney. Dr. To Fraser, What's their condition?
5: They're critical. All three of them. Three? Due to his advanced age and the fact that his body is showing signs of rejecting the symbiote, Raytek has had to have it longer than Tilt. Now it seems that the strain of keeping them both alive is too much for the symbiote. I don't think it could restore either one of them at this point.
0: Uh, Jacob comes bearing gifts. Oh, dear. Well, what about a hand device?
4: I brought something better. Something that should work as effectively as a symbiote. At least for the short term.
0: What's that?
2: Tritonin, sir.
0: Junior's not dying, is he? No. Uh-huh.
1: The drug the Pangarans offered
2: us?
0: Oh! A battery. Yes.
2: <laughs> That's ground gold, isn't it? <laughs> it's a little more refined than that. But yes,
0: it is derived from gold symbiotes.
2: It supplanted the
5: immune systems in the Pangarans. Why couldn't it do the same for the Jafar? I've already considered it. It won't work. The sample I studied was designed to take the place of a human immune system.
1: We've since refined it specifically for Jaffa physiology.
0: It's nice to actually have some, you know, actually uh, reward from that episode. Tokra took the Tritonin and said they were going to work on it, and Mm -hmm. this is the result. Of course, it has huge ramifications over the next few seasons.
5: But even if it does work, I mean, Tilk and Braytac will become just as dependent on the Tritonin as the Pangarins.
0: Given time,
4: we can solve that problem. But at least they'll be alive.
5: If I knew for a fact that this is what Tilk wanted, Janet, this could
2: ultimately lead to freedom from Goa'uld oppression for Al Jafar. That's something Tilk and Braytak want more than anything.
0: they will become junkies. Mm-hmm. Or like Gregory House. Do it. Yes, sir. I don't know why Janet ever raises an objection because she always gets talked out of it. Oh, shut
4: down. Tilk without Junior. That's a
0: concept. There's a good doctor.
4: Sit. Stay. Back, roll over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and something they'll use in a subsequent episode.
0: Christopher writing this, you've got the feeling that A, he wants to get rid of the makeup, yeah. get rid of the emblem, get rid of Junior.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Daniel's back in Cricket which
0: Yeah, it's an exact shot by shot for uh, this. Mm-hmm. Same costuming, same bed.
2: Mm. Not this time.
1: It's late. Everyone's gone home for the night. Just wanted to make sure you're okay what of Braytac tech? Braytek's fine thanks to you and to you as well I believe no no that was you I don't know anyone that could have done what you did you kept him alive for three days without ever thinking about yourself every time you gave up your symbiote you knew it might be for the last time this experience has been very different for me it seemed so real your mind took you where it needed to go and get you through this. I promise you this is real.
0: You're just gonna have to trust me on that. <laughs> yeah. It was you. No, it was you. No, it was you. No, it was you. It's you, it's you. <laughs> when you
1: wake up, everything is gonna be fine.
0: Is that a promise, Daniel Jackson? That's a promise. Too right. It's a very different episode. Yes, Tog, I'd worry about your mind because he went through some strange hoops. Mm-hmm. And you can trust Daniel. Yes,
4: yeah, you can trust your hallucination.
0: Well, technically he's not an hallucination, is he? He's as real as he can be, and all things considered.
4: Yes, oh, Chloe, ball of lazy, And uh, Transcript says, the rest of the infirmary comes into view, Daniel is no longer there.
0: No, right, but there are some funky pictures of bombers and gunship. Mm. Just what you want in an infirmary.
4: Well, a military infirmary.
0: <laughs> that actually wasn't the ending Christopher wrote for the episode. Yeah. Although his original script didn't get changed that much by uh, Brad Wright and Rob Cooper, which is unusual, because normally they do a, a lot of work on them, Tilk was intended to end up in a Asgard healing machine oh. and from there actually gain access to all the genetic memory of the gold.
4: Oh, this disc out of this PC and bring it down to the PS3. I'll never see it again.
0: Okay, then. And you need one more episode of this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not allowed to lose it till next week.
4: Which is... Memento, SG-1 to aboard the X-303 and it's maiden voyage into deep space. When it suddenly drops out of hyperspace, they're left stranded. Their only option is a nearby planet where a Stargate might be located, but an must force convince people they come in peace. I know. I don't know why they take this thing out. It's not spectacularly reliable, is it? <laughs> you can expect
0: problems with the first of anything.
4: Yeah, so it's the first, so let's take it. I mean, if they're going to do that, they should have a Tok'ra attack or something to follow them.
0: Yeah. Just in case.
4: Just in case gets lost. Let's enter hyperspace yeah. as well and follow you so we have backup.
0: It's like the first day uh, your parents let you walk to school by yourself. They discreetly follow you at a distance just in case.
4: I think my first year of school was the only time that all three of us were in the same school. Just say the word. Open the iris. Feedback. 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 This week, why the hell does it keep doing that? How is that? It still keeps listing doing prep work for the Changeling as the most recent post in Gatecast. Only on this machine. It's clearly Firefox screwing up. In terms of feedback which we've received, Ryan Smith, quite possibly the most popular post we've ever had.
0: I don't think we're going to read this out. No? No. Aww. Well, you can read it all out if you want, but I'm not going to, because I'd I'd probably die of oxygen starvation halfway through.
4: You can read your bits, I'll read everything else. Okay,
0: fair enough, I'll read my bit.
4: (laughs) Ryan Smith, in all the Stargate franchises, SG-1, SGA and SGU, what character would you want to be in real life? Technically, Stargate isn't real life, although some of us would like to think so. Ryan says he'd like to be John Shepard from Stargate Atlantis. John D. Raleigh III says that's a hard one. I think I would like to be Jack. Jane Lazarova, I'm sorry, Jane. Lazarova. Lazarova, thank you. Sam! Exclamation mark! Science and military is just the perfect girl. Smiley face.
0: I uh, posted just to be difficult. Who would I want to be is difficult. i difficult. Who I would be is easier. Probably Chuck from SGA. Competent, but keeps his head down most of the time. I
4: have no idea who that character is. Kevin Webb would have to be Mitchell, the shepherd of the Milky Way. I put McKay with about eight A's, but I'll probably end up being Zelenka.
0: Nothing wrong with Zelenka.
4: Yeah, yeah, he's a little (laughs) sidekicky. Jennifer Maggio put probably most likely Sam or Dr. Weir. I don't know if Dr. Weir is someone to aspire to, truthfully. First time I saw her, I really didn't like her.
0: What, when she was blonde?
4: When she was in charge of SG-1, or... Yes, you see. Lee Montgomery says, SG1 Braytack, SGA Dr. Carson Beckett, SGU Master Sergeant Ronald Greer. Wasn't he the guy that went a bit gagged?
0: No, uh, Greer was the black guy.
4: Oh, SGU, so, yeah, sorry.
0: Good character he was. bit troubled, but good character.
4: Thomas Schott said, I would like to say Teok, but we'll probably have to say either Bill Lee or Zelenka. This is who I would best fit us. I would like to be McKay or maybe Rush. John D. the third replies that there is who you would like to be and who you would most likely be. Me most likely, I'd be Riley from SGU. Jennifer Maggio says, but I think I'm really more like Dr. Jennifer Keller on SGA. That would have been so bad, because she had Dex there for a while, but she wound up with Dr. Rodney McKay. Dang it. Rodney's lovely. Don't slag off her, eh, Rodney.
0: <laughs> yeah, but after Rodan, come on.
4: <laughs> ah, muscle-bounded, <bandages>. you. <laughs> Stephen Jones says, Colonel Jack O'Neill for me. That's with two L's. Jennifer replies, yes, I'm probably more like Jack myself in the way of how he never understood the technobabble of the show, but he was the everyday kind of guy. Stephen says, are you calling me simple? Lol, smiley face.
0: And I chime in, uncomplicated.
4: Gain says, uh, Lauren SGA for me.
0: The traveller woman, traveller commander who beat the crap out of John (laughs) in an incredibly sexy way.
4: (laughs) As sexy as Claudia Black beating the crap out of Ben Browder?
0: Just about, yes.
4: That's impressive.
0: Jill Wagner. If you scroll right down, you'll see a picture of her from her birthday from last month.
4: They order this stuff, is it?
0: OK, forget <laughs> it then.
4: <laughs> Very nice picky, of Monroe
0: It was, not it? For episode 127, Forsaken, we had a bit of feedback from Luke.
4: Is Cerberus fast and light because the Hebrideans should talk about subspace and hyperspace without Sam telling them?
0: I reply, it would have to be. Interstellar travel without some form of FTL is almost pointless given relativity. Can't recall if that is addressed in the sequel to this episode.
4: Ah, uh, J.R. Born, who plays the same character in Team Wolf as does in Secret Circle.
0: <laughs> we got a little bit of feedback for my post on about Michael Rooker, who celebrated his birthday on April the sixth.
4: Jane said, "Don't push Shakan. Edwards in one place. He was killing this up, especially at the end where he stopped being an A-star star and agreed with the illness."
0: <laughs> I replied, uh, "Rooker has a knack of getting roles that are not warm and giving."
4: You think his star gets to Michael Ironside?
0: <laughs> well, it's even worse, isn't it? He, he always pretty much plays a bad guy, as, as we've seen in the uh, first season of The Walking Dead.
4: Mm, true.
0: Okay, we've got a little bit more feedback, yeah. This
4: might actually kill you.
0: <laughs> well, I've got a message from Thomas, who said he'd posted an iTunes review. I assume this is him, because the name of the poster is RSVL82 Man. Oh, uh, okay. That's the only new one there, so it's got to be him, really, isn't it? Best Stargate Podcast! Exclamation mark, five stars. Love the episode by episode commentary, very MST3K. Funny and informative at the same time, great guest spots too. Really feel like I'm watching the episode while listening on my drive to and from work. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Thomas. Oh,
4: bless. Thank you, Thomas. Now if you get another 15 reviews under different logins...
0: And Thomas pointed out that we should have an actual graphic for our podcast on iTunes. And since I ain't got a damn clue how to do that... And when I ask Alan, he says, try Google... <laughs>
4: I know what I actually said was Google is your occasional drunken acquaintance. <laughs> Damn, window the tree keeps attracting. I will look it up. I was just a little banjax yesterday when you asked
0: me. Well, I went into the feed settings and there are a couple of entries for adding graphics. Well, I've refreshed them. I've made sure there's something in it. But I don't know if it'll, you know, it'll probably refresh over time and, you know, go to it a couple of days, it'll be there.
4: Um, I think that's about it, folks. Thanks for downloading, thanks for listening. We'll see you in a week, or less time if you downloaded this episode later.
0: <laughs> yep, take care, everybody. Have fun, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Gatecast, presented by Alan, Mike, and Scott. Visitors at gatecast.facecast.com.